Okay, good morning traders. Very, very well welcome to today's pre-market trade plan live session, which is your opportunity to be as prepared as we can for today's trading opportunities. So uh, let's get straight into it then. Uh, good morning, everyone. Please see our risk warning currently up on screen. Uh, we've got quite a, I suppose from a technical perspective, we've got a bit of a straightforward market dynamic um, in, in, in certain areas. And I'll point those areas out to you now in just a second. But from a, a fundamental perspective, there's, there's still this kind of mixed backdrop and we are going into important central bank uh, decision-making now very shortly. Um, okay, so all profitable traders need to consider, of course, which markets to trade, so trade selection. Um, there's so many to choose from. What, what, what gets your attention, but more importantly, why are you trading those specific markets? Then you're looking at your levels in terms of where do we enter, where do we exit, how do we manage risk, um, how do we manage each trade to a successful outcome, and trading psychology, all important factors, and we discuss these in our live trading every day. And we are strong advocates of being consistent in our in our approach, accurate with the levels we use, disciplined with our capital, and of course, be patient as well. So uh, let's get straight into it. Then we'll start, of course, just, just touching on the news, and then we'll get straight into these charts, and you'll see what's happening. There's a little bit of concern building in, in the in the bond markets yet again, and uh, we've had a, a strong flush to the downside yesterday. So yesterday, uh, Tuesday, we had manufacturing services. So yesterday, we had inflation in, in the Australian economy come in above expectation. That's the first thing. Uh, the business climate in, in Germany is just marginally better than anticipated, but still not, not very good. We had the, uh, the BOC keep rates at hold of 5%. They've got inflation. We were looking at the inflation numbers, um, sort of averaging around 41 so at least their interest rate is above the current rate of inflation in Canada. Um, we had the, the press conference and um, uh, we've seen a bit of weakness across the, uh, the Canadian dollar, just that sort of, I suppose, dovish uh, outlook. We, we kind of wait and see. And, and that, as a result, we saw a lot of strength yesterday from the dollar in the end, but we saw the dollar CAD, a dollar CAD trade, which is the only trade we identified yesterday. Um, that's progressing nicely. Then we had uh, Fed Chair Jerome Powell. Uh, we are, we will be hearing from the FOMC next week. So we are in that sort of quiet period. And we had the governor of the RBA uh, talking as well to markets. So today, um, we've got an important ECB event, uh, not to be underestimated. We, we were very much expecting rates to be at 4.5. Last time, there was a little bit of rhetoric around that. Um, one and done type of narrative so now we're going to see if that's actually the case will the fed was the last raise from the the ecb um this this one here we're expecting the, the ecb to just pause and we said right well we go one more and then we'll see where we're at now the difference between perhaps the canadian economy and the european economy is we've still got inflation up to 5.6 so we have interest rates below the current rate of inflation. Um, and if, if, if the current interest rate is above the rate of inflation, it has this downward pushing impact. Uh, if it's below, it has the, the, the still the potential to, uh, inflation has the, the potential to, uh, to be lifted or to be pushed higher. So it's a crude explanation because every economy is slightly different. Um, it's not necessarily going to play out like that. There is huge confidence on behalf of those central bankers. The same one who two years ago 
was saying that that inflation was transitory, that it wouldn't get very high. Uh, we got up to 9.1. So the, these these uh, these central bankers can make significant monetary policy errors as well. Uh, and it's up to us to just sort of identify where that line is. And not just us, but the actual markets themselves uh, will react accordingly to these central bankers if they get it wrong. Um, okay, so um, after that, we're going to have GDP numbers. We've still got strong GDP uh, from the US. The economy is performing you know, still reasonably well. Uh, unemployment claims, we're still sticking around at 200,000, which is still a very, very strong unemployment claims number. So the reason why what the Fed want to raise rates is to sort of see softness in, in unemployment, although their remit is to uh, oversee full employment, so it's a counterintuitive position. And then we'll be hearing from Christine Lagarde. So it's going to be a really, really interesting day. And then we finish off tomorrow with um, personal consumption inflation numbers, which the Fed are really preoccupied. And we're seeing an upswing in that. And also cons consumer sentiment as well. You, you can see where that has been. Um, we had been... Oh, last time we were actually at 68. 68.1, I don't know where this figure 63 has come from. Okay, so we're expecting a, a sort of, um, just say a lowering of sentiment uh, in the US and that would be a big problem as well. So all of these things are just feeding into this quite bearish narrative. Um, you can see the downside moves. So this was now the, we had a little bit of a concern of potentially the little bit of a bounce um, uh, in these equity markets, there was a bit of a, a sort of a mixed backdrop to these markets. It's now turned incredibly bearish yesterday um, and we're seeing some momentum to the downside. So we can absolutely reignite our, our, our downside bias in these markets. We're below the very important 200 period moving average uh, on the on the NASDAQ. Um, some of the earnings coming in um, Amazon, I think we've, sorry, we've got Amazon today. Uh, Meta yesterday, you know, failed to, to excite. So um, you can see that the, the potential momentum to the downside in these trades. So we, we'll, we'll get in and we'll have a look at these US equities to the downside. That's going to be our trade of choice. We're still in the DAX. Um, I'm not sure for how long, but we're still technically in that particular trade. Uh, downside move in the Nikkei and also Bitcoin as well. We've seen a, quite a strong rally over the last few days in Bitcoin. So just before we put together our trade plan, um, we, we did get this breakout above the uh, the 83.80 level in the end. But as you can see, before we did that, we, we kind of rolled right over and it was a sharp spike to the downside. Now we have this ground invasion uh, in Gaza. Um, we have escalations started to build over the course of yesterday. There was um, there's a lot of condemnation directed at Israel. Unfairly, as far as Israel are concerned, bearing in mind Hamas and their acts of terrorism against the Jewish state. So um, oil, it's it's not really giving us much. It's giving us, you know, an awful lot of indecision and then a very erratic two or three hour and then some more indecision. 
and now we've just recently pulled back. So is there an opportunity to start buying that? That Our overall bias would be to the upside, but we just have to ride this current pullback. Gold, it looks like it, as tensions wrap, you know, ramp up, this is a flight to safety trade, so we'd probably expect some further upside here. Um, although we are seeing um, the dollar strengthen quite considerably. Just a quick word on the end. Um, we were able in the last couple of days to break above that 150, make new highs, and now we're above that 150 level. So there was concern that the BOJ would come in heavily uh, to try and, uh, well, I suppose ultimately widen their their, um, their yield curve control, uh, which would see a bit of capital flood towards the end. So that a lot of traders were, were a bit concerned to to be buying these markets, but um, we'll see how long that lasts for. Okay, so the as well as the US indices, we're going to be looking very, very carefully at this potential downside move that we're seeing in the euro dollar, the pound dollar. Now we've broken this low, so this is now a structural failure trade, and we are below the monthly low as well. So that we might have a really strong finish to the downside dollar strength across the board, even against the Swiss franc. And um, the dollar CAD, we were able to get in. So this was one of the hedge trades we were able to get into yesterday. So we, we were in a, um, the S&P and the NASDAQ to the upside. There was a lot of sort of sideways moving patterns um, before it started to break to the downside. Um, but we were always getting into the dollar CAD as a bit of a hedge. Um, so uh, this, this is the upside move. So we've got a little bit more to go. We've got about sort of 20 pips before we book in profit on that trade. So hopefully we'll get there as, as the day uh, unfolds. Um, and then downside move. You can see the downside nature of these markets. We were wondering if yesterday at one point it looks like we were going to get a little bit of a, a rebound um, and further downside for the New Zealand dollar as well. So technically it's quite straightforward. The market fundamentals are a little bit more indecisive. Yesterday, we were kind of sitting on our hands a little bit, um, not not willing to get too invested. And then as the day unfolded in the latter part of the trading day, we started to see some really explosive moves. So yesterday, there was limited high probability trading opportunities um, so far today. So it was a case of let's wait and see. We did get those, we did get our dollar CAD buy trade off uh, around that price. We're just a little bit higher than the 37.54. So all of that is fine. Um, so our trade plan is quite simple and straightforward. Uh, we certainly have risk off. So we're seeing a sell off across the equity markets. We're seeing a, do a stronger dollar. So uh, US indices uh, strength. So that's what we're looking out for. And then we're also looking for, um, no, sorry, sorry. We're looking for dollar strength. We're of course looking for US indice weakness. Thanks so much guys, uh, weakness. Okay, so it doesn't need to be any more complicated than that. <clears throat> like I said, it's, it's largely um, uh, technically driven. There is obviously the there is reasons to potentially look to buy these markets and sell these markets. Um, so the sell-off is is really quite poignant. A lot of it is sort of um, US tech stocks really uh, not performing as well. So 
you know, the S&P, the gains in the S&P and the, uh, the NASDAQ are, are a relatively small number of really high performing, high yielding uh, equities generating an awful lot of cash, really dominating the, the scene. Uh, outside of the S&P 500, uh, there's seven or eight companies, you know, the, the performance is not really that good. So there's this really strong focus on a very, very small number of um, of equity markets and they're beginning to kind of significantly roll over. Something we've been talking about all year and the potential for that to be the case, we're now seeing a lot of that come through and we're able to book in some considerable profits last week uh, around the 15% mark and we're seeing the next flush to the downside now. So we're going to look to see if we can get into that as well. So I'm going to post this into the chat box, guys. Thanks very much for joining us. We'll, uh, we'll wrap it up there. Uh, good morning, everyone. Okay, so that's our trade plan. It's it's quite straightforward. We're looking for the, the S&P and broadly the NASDAQ to continue to make progress to the downside. And we're looking for that dollar strength trade. So the euro dollar, pound dollar, uh, maybe New Zealand dollar again, maybe dollar Swiss. You know, there could be some opportunities there. We're already in the dollar CAD to the upside, so hopefully that will get some continuation. And um, we don't need to really focus on a huge that's where the volatility is right now so we'll see if we can take advantage of that great stuff guys on that note in terms of narrative we we have a bit of a bounce again in us bond yields uh we're certainly in this risk-off camp um broadly due to the potential for a hawkish fed next week uh with higher than expected inflation that's why tomorrow's uh, pce numbers would be really quite important um and uh Commodities are all over the place because they're driven by fundamentals, you know, pretty much in the Middle East. Um, and that's an ever evolving situation. So um, for now, we're in that risk off camp. All right, guys, on that note, listen, thanks so much for joining us as always. Any questions, feel free to post them uh, and we'll get back to you before we close off. But we do trade these markets live every single day from 8 a.m. for the European trading session, looking to capitalize on pre-planned uh, trading opportunities during you know, the first hour or two of the trading session uh, every every morning at 8 a.m. This is all UK time, by the way. And then we're back again at lunchtime for the US cash open as well. So if you want to join us for those primed opportunities where you get an influx of capital into these markets and you see prices begin to move, that's when we can hopefully uh, set ourselves up and uh, and be, be active. Uh, for more information, just go to livetrader.com. You get some information there and we'll look forward to seeing you soon. For everyone here, take care. Uh, bye for now. Yeah. <laughs>